Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Wednesday morning, the 25th of November. Good morning, with much debate and discussion from now till 11 a.m. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The countdown is on now to the 1st of December. What will and what will not be allowed to reopen next week? Are there any considerations for the looming issue regarding the supply chain of food for hotels, pubs, restaurants for Christmas? Hotels, pubs and restaurants have not ordered food or drink from their suppliers for months. They still do not know, are they opening? They can't just turn a switch and say, I'm opening tomorrow, and all the suppliers have the stock for it. That's Richard O'Donoghue, independent TD, speaking in the Dáil yesterday. He was told by the Taoiseach, reopening the economy means more coronavirus. Michal Martin said, we learned this the hard way when we reopened in September and October. The result then was spikes in COVID. And all of you know it. All of you know it. In terms of certain locations, certain events. It's not a secret in terms of how spikes happened in certain locations and how the virus went up. So there is no secrecy here. I made it very clear at the beginning, we're going to level five, we try and exit at level three. We will be giving the sectors proper notice, deputy, proper notice um, in, in advance of, 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 of an easing of the restrictions and an exiting um, of, of, from, from level five. Not much Christmas cheer there for the hospitality sector, but if the Taoiseach was pessimistic about next month, the Tánaiste, Leo Vratker, was almost fatalistic about what will happen in January. I believe we should seek to ease restrictions next week, but not so much that it requires us to return to level four or five for a prolonged period in the new year. A short third period of enhanced restrictions may well be necessary in January or February, but we should try to avoid it being a prolonged one. That's Leo Bradker speaking in the Dáil yesterday. Mark McGowan, President of the Restaurants Association of Ireland, is on the line with us. And a very good morning to you, Mark, and thanks uh, for joining us uh, this morning. I'm not sure what you're expecting, uh, but uh, you'd be forgiven for telling us uh, that you can write this year off and your members can write this year off altogether. Absolutely, yeah. Here we are now, um, coming to the end of November. We're expecting to open our doors, Michael, on the 1st of December. 
uh, restrictions are supposed to be lifted by then. On the 1st of December, this is is the first area of confusion this morning, I think, uh, because the 1st of December is Tuesday. And there's a lot of talk about some things, whatever things may open uh, again uh, on Wednesday, which is the 2nd. Wednesday, the 2nd. It's confusion between midnight, I think. (laughs) It could Um, be, yeah. Maybe it's Michal Martin's midnight and Leo Vratker's midnight. Yeah. (laughs) Well, look, uh, regardless, we we need to get our doors open. Like uh, December uh, represents nearly thirty percent of yearly turnover for restaurants nationwide. It um, represents uh, about two hundred and sixty million, I think, to the exchequer. It's a hugely important month in that regard. So um, it's very important that we get our doors open for the sake of the staff, the employers, and for the economy. I think so. We're we're really pushing hard at the minute. Um, what's very important as well is that we're very much safe and controlled environments, Michael, and I don't think that's been recognised enough. We're highly regulated. We've been inspected by the HSA, the HSE, Folger Ireland in the form of a safety charter that was rolled out that cost millions to the state. And we've, we've done that. Everything that's been thrown our way, we've done. So I think it's very important that that's recognised. And we want to keep people in regulated, controlled environments, controlled by professionals, yeah. actually, and make sure that people aren't socialising in their houses as such this Christmas. Well, from your perspective, Mark, yeah, you may reopen on uh, the 1st or the 2nd, whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday, and you may not reopen uh, on uh, whichever day it turns out to be, because it looks like hotels will reopen next week. Uh, and, of course, uh, you're there in Scholars Townhouse in Drogheda. Uh, but as the president of the Restaurants Association of Ireland, I'm not sure that uh, many of your members can be as optimistic, uh, because it seems that standalone restaurants uh, will not reopen until later in the month. Well, this is where the, the confusion is. As I, yes, I have a hotel, and the hotel restaurant will be able to open. I can fill it with my, um, my residents. Mm. And it doesn't make it... Like, I mean, it's the but you can't open it to the public. I can't open to the public. You can't open it to Christmas parties. Can't open to Christmas parties. What's the difference between me filling my restaurant with my residents and a restaurant filling their business with regular diners? There's no difference whatsoever. And I think that this needs to be addressed. We need, we need to get doors open. Uh, the Taoiseach uh, said you'll be given proper notice. Uh, is that a, a good thing or a bad thing, con- uh, considering how late into the month we are now? Well, it's, it's, we, we really need to know, um, you know, we, like, because of the fact that we obviously have fresh produce and our supply chain mm. is um, hugely important to us as well, they need to know what kind of uh, produce they need to be able to supply us with. So it's kind of like a domino effect that's actually happening if we don't know. The sooner we know, the better, because it does cause a lot of hassle uh, when you're trying to order. And try. It is very much not a case of just flicking on a switch. It takes a lot of preparation. And many of our, many of our um, members have said that it's like opening up a new business again essentially. Well, I'd be surprised if you hear any earlier than Thursday evening, uh, and I'd expect that you probably will hear on Thursday evening what the plan is. Uh, it could be Friday. I doubt it'll be after that. Uh, but if you're to hear on Thursday evening, will that give you proper notice to open on Tuesday or Wednesday? Or if it is proper notice that you're receiving and you only hear on Thursday evening, does that mean uh, that you'll be told that you won't be opening till the middle of December? It'll be very unfortunate if that was the case, that we were open in the middle of December. It'll be very hard for us to get staff back as well. Is it possible, though, I suppose my question put another way, is it possible to give you proper notice on Thursday to open on Tuesday? It is, yeah. yeah oh, OK. Yeah. For, you I mean, can, you can do it in that time frame. We can do it. It'll be a rush, but we can, we can do it. We can get it over the line. Um, 
the other thing that's very important as well is to recognise the cases, Michael, that has, has uh, contributed to the, or, through restaurants. So we've had 39 cases since March. That's 0.4% total since March. So it's, um, out of 8,311 cases, we only had 39. That's very important that, uh, that it's recognised. When you look at households, you're up in the 6,000s. You know what I mean? So it's important to recognise that. Yeah, but well, but, but, but where, where did the people in those households get the virus originally is uh, the next question. And we could argue that back and forth. And I think the argument... Of course of course we could. But we could yeah. also mm. say that that happens in retail. We could say mm. it happens in gyms. We Which is why they're all closed. Everybody. You know, and I think that is uh, the line of logic. You stop people coming together, you suppress the virus. Uh, but of course, there is the cost that you're feeling uh, and your staff are feeling uh, and your customers are, are, are missing as the case may be. Uh, But if you open on whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday of next week or whether it's the middle of December, how viable is all of that if the tarnish is correct and you're going to close again in January? It's it's not very viable, Michael. Let's face it, it'll be very, very difficult. But we can only take this as it comes. We can only take it one step at a time. And um, the the first step is to get our doors open now for, for next week. We need to get the ball rolling here. We need to get our staff back to work and we need to get businesses um, with a cash flow. Mm. Uh, and if you close then in January, what does that mean? Does that mean that uh, it's certain that a certain percentage of uh, restaurants and so on will not reopen? That they'll huge be closed permanently? Of, a, huge, a huge amount of business are going to close. The bankers are starting to knock on doors now. All the moratoriums have finished and any deals that were put in place have have since uh, have vanished basically. We haven't got them anymore, so you're going to see a lot of closures. There's no mm. doubt about that. That's inevitable considering what's after happening. But um, that's that's one of the reasons why it's so important. December is like our backstop. It kind of sets you up. It's the next mm. the next chapter. Then is December, and if we haven't got or the next chapter is January, and if we haven't got a December, well then we're we're really screwed in January. Like. So that's, that's how tight our margins are. Mm. I mean, and you, you get a bit of a bounce off for the sales, but really business dies off then till St. Patrick's Day or so, would it? It does, yeah. yeah. But again, as I said, about 30% of yearly income happens mm. in December. So it's kind of our backstop for January, February, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps you charging uh, uh, over. Um, so uh, if the reports are correct and uh, the government continues with how it appears to be thinking at the moment, uh, it, it seems as though it'll be the middle of next month. So re- realistically speaking, uh, the restaurants will be open for a fortnight. Open for a fortnight and then close again in January. And if, pubs, if pubs, pubs may not reopen at all. Uh, and if they do, it'll be specifically gastro pubs uh, and not pubs uh, that customers are, are bringing pizzas in from next door. Again, very unfortunate that uh, that would be the case. I think that every all businesses are, have very responsible people within their sectors, and I think that um, I think it's important that a bit of trust is given their way. Uh, they've they've had the we've we've had a really really rough time like you know the cases yeah. are down to two what two thirty two forty there yesterday, so I think that they're heading in the right direction. Let's have a look now, see what happens on Thursday. If they get below two hundred cases, we're told that we should be able to open. So um, and they're heading in the right direction. Let's just touch wood that it is the case. Okay, who told you that? I thought it was below a hundred. <laughs> I'm hearing I'm hearing mixed reports. Yeah, you know, it's uh, just coming through the grapevine. So. Um, Hopefully, look, if it gets below 200 and it goes to level, level two, um, it's, you know, it, it may be unrealistic, but we have to just hope for the best. Uh, and the lobbying is intense, no doubt. Uh, you have uh, the ear of government, do you? 
We have indeed, yes. We have our we've our foot in the door, I suppose, mm. in the Department of Enterprise, and we have been engaging on a regular basis. Um, but the, the thing about it is, this this virus has has thrown so many different things that everybody, nobody seems to know um, or be able to give clarity or answers very uh, quickly enough for us. So, um, and that's just the nature of the virus. So we just have to wait and see. And I, I take it they're sympathetic to you. It's uh, not that you're not doing the right thing. It's that they're concerned that your customers won't do the right thing. Yeah, they are sympathetic, absolutely. Like you know, but we've been working closely even with Falter Ireland. I have a meeting today with Falter Ireland again. I suppose um, our concern as well is that added restrictions will be thrown our way. That's um, document for the reopening of restaurants, even the pubs and hotels. They've all seen their guidelines changing up to ten to twelve times um, during the pandemic. So we're just trying to make sure that we're like the way it is. We're able to reopen our doors at say it's say it's a meter and a half, two meters. We are very much controlled. All the regulations are in place, so I'd be afraid that they'll end up changing the regs again um, and putting added restrictions on. I don't know what more restrictions they can put in place for us. I'm hearing all kinds of things. I'm hearing of leaving windows open in December, earlier closing times. None of those um, things will, will really work for us. We can increase distance and all right, but, um, and make sure that our, our service is, is the same as it is and, and we're, we're doing everything by the book and safely. But um, once there's no more added restrictions, I suppose, that's important. OK, nobody will be interested in eating out tours, I'm sure. Uh, very cold morning out there this morning, and uh, I think that's... Uh, that's what well wrapped up. Yeah. OK, Mark. But look, we'll leave there for the moment, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us as always. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.